Let's go, Brandon. This is the Soapbox for the week of November 28th, 2021. Many of you are still trying to figure out why people are walking around wearing shirts that say, Let's go, Brandon. Long story short, never before has a sideline sports reporter made more of a cultural impact. Now, the Associated Press likes to report that this all started at an October 2nd NASCAR race, but that's not the whole story. It really started organically in early September, primarily at college football games. And then spreading to other sporting events as fans would break out in chants of, um, <clears throat> F Joe Biden. You know, fuck Joe Biden. That's what they were chanting. Fuck Joe Biden. You can Google it if you want. I was just trying to make it family friendly until I said fuck and then it's not family friendly. <clears throat> okay. A month later at the Talladega Super Speedway in Alabama, Brandon Brown, a 28 year old driver, won his first Xfinity Series race and was being interviewed by NBC sports reporter Kelly Stavast. And the crowd behind Brown was chanting. Now, what we still don't know as of this recording, as Stavast has not publicly commented, is whether she knew what they were chanting and was trying to provide some family-friendly cover to viewers, or whether she legitimately misheard the crowd. Either way... She suggested on live TV that the crowd was chanting, Let's go, Brandon, to cheer the driver, Brandon Brown, who had just won. And it immediately went viral. And since Let's Go, Brandon contains no profanity, it has become the publicly accepted rallying cry of at least half the nation to express their displeasure with the 46th President of the United States. And while its sentiment is crass, crude, vulgar, immature, and indicative of the society we live in, can you really blame them? Now look, I always remind you, I am here to merely call political balls and strikes. I have praised and criticized Presidents Clinton, W. Bush, Obama, and Trump equally. And yeah, that's basically just a way of pointing out how old I am, but in all seriousness, every one of those presidents did both great and awful things. And I've never been shy about pointing out both. Unfortunately, as we've been talking about, in today's political environment, it is no longer allowed to not be in either the left or right tribe. So suggesting that a Democrat or Republican president did anything good at all is merely a surefire way to be ostracized by anyone in the opposing tribe. So for this week, bring it on, libturds. Because it's time to acknowledge what is painfully obvious to, according to all polling, everyone that isn't in your tribe. President Biden is a disaster. Yes, I know. He hasn't even been in office for a year. But sadly, the way most Americans feel is, I can't believe he hasn't even been president for a year. Ah! Anyone not wearing their tribal glasses, please feel free to present me with anything that President Biden has accomplished that has been, in any way, positive. He most certainly has not governed across the aisle and found compromise, as he promised, nor has he in any way united the country. The one thing that he was elected to do more than anything was manage COVID better, which he has botched in every way. In fact, by his very own metric, he should resign. Look, President Biden may not recall what he said during one of the 2020 campaign debates last fall, but that doesn't make it any less true. He said, quote, 
Anyone who is responsible for that many deaths should not remain as president of the United States of America. End quote. At the time, the U.S. had recorded 220,000 COVID deaths. COVID deaths this year, since the inauguration of President Biden, have now surpassed 350,000. Not even close. Hmm. Hasn't resigned yet, though. Even things COVID-related that are popular, he has mangled. Poll after poll shows that overwhelming numbers of Americans support vaccine mandates. That may be surprising and upsetting to a lot of you, but it's not even close. Minimum 60%, closer to 70% in every poll. People say, yes, we support vaccine mandates. Yet, Biden's heavy-handed, angry grandpa presentation has further split Americans. Rather than recognizing that Dr. Anthony Fauci has become a polarizing figure and replacing him with not only a better advisor but a better messenger, Biden's just lumbered along, making things worse by the day. As of this writing, his administration is once again ramping up the fear over the new COVID Omicron variant. As the never-ending pandemic plods on, Never mind the fact that the very same South African doctor who discovered the variant, the Omicron variant, has made it clear that while it is very easily spread, it may even be resistant to vaccines. If you get it, the symptoms are nothing. They're mild at worst. So in other words, yes, exactly as we've been predicting, we're all now just afraid to get the sniffles. What of other things? Well, let's see. Uh, The withdrawal from Afghanistan was an unmitigated disaster. Global supply chain challenges are being completely mismanaged, along with historic levels of inflation, including skyrocketing prices for gas, food, and other goods, much of which is being exasperated by Biden's policies. Most notably, his shutting down of any type of domestic pursuit of energy independence. Never mind that China is eating our lunch and, according to one study, has already surpassed us to become the richest nation on Earth. And the southern border is a catastrophe, and crime is surging across America. By the way, if you have problems with any of this, everything is footnoted at radradio.com in the soapbox section from all sorts of different sources. If you would like to read up on any of this, if it's news to you, or if you believe that I'm misleading you in any way, please read up and let me know. Things are so bad that Democrats are starting to try to claim that Biden's policies are actually popular citing no actual evidence, but that um, there's a, um, uh, let's see, what are we going to call it? Uh, A disconnect. Yes, that's it. A disconnect between how thrilled Americans are with the direction of their country, but they don't have the ability to express the gratitude towards the president. Defenders of Biden try to manipulate statistics as best they can and point out that the economy is growing, but of course... How could it not, since those numbers are compared year to year? Of course the economy is surging compared to a year ago, after we had shut down a nation for the better part of six months collectively. Of course it was going to surge. Oh, and by the way, President Brandon, you're welcome. From those of us who are living with the virus and embracing life, rather than continuing to cower in fear, we're the ones keeping the economy growing. 
The only other stat that the Brandon tribe has is low unemployment, which is a total canard because the unemployment rate only measures people actively looking for jobs. The truth is, everybody that wants a job has a job. And tens of millions of Americans are not working because they either don't have to, thanks to entitlement programs, or, more commonly, because they're afraid of a virus they keep being told to be terrified of. Even though vaccinated Americans have a 0.001% chance of even getting a breakthrough case of COVID, and if they do, they won't wind up in the hospital or dead. And yet, because the fear porn continues, they stay home. President Biden is a calamity. And there is no light at the end of the tunnel, and no reason to believe that things are going to turn around. Perhaps the only thing more horrifying than three more years of this would be three years of President Kamala Harris. America's two greatest economic decades in modern times have been the 1980s and 1990s, when one party ruled the White House and the other ruled Congress. For the good of America, we should all pray that the Republicans regain control of Congress and, at the very least, stop the Biden agenda, because the days of working together are over. And until someone like Mike Rowe sacrifices himself and decides to truly unite the nation, all we can hope for is endless wild swings of the pendulum, hoping that the end result is something close to the middle. And until then, let's go, Brandon!